0: This is the Primary Languages Network podcast. Three, two, one. Okay, Um, first things first before we dig into the podcast theme. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I will put the RS feed below in the blog post for you to follow that way. Alternatively, you can follow us on iTunes podcasts on your phone, um, so you can keep updated on your phone and and listen on your way into work or on a walk. Um, It's a really good way of doing it that way. Uh, There's plenty more to come in terms of what we've got to offer in the next coming months, including this series on books Uh, There's going to be a few podcasts on that. And then also there's going to be getting ready for September in June. Um, So that's with Catherine, our coordinator. She's going to teach us how to get ourselves ready for September so that we can have a flying start to languages. Um, But over to Janet now, really. It's about books, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's about books and books I absolutely love books I've always loved books as a little child I used to hide in the book I used to read a book and become part of that world and once I learned a language I was probably most delighted when I found out you could read story books that's been really important to me and this little podcast short podcast is really about French books Um, and it's a shout out to to two companies that will be at the conference Little Linguist uh, and brilliant publications, and they will be at the conference with their stores in the exhibition, and you'll be able to access and acquire books and stories there. And European school books are going to be with us as well. So books are very important to me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, uh, we, we'll put the discount code of one of the um, companies, companies yeah. Little Linguist, on your um, homepage of your user. So if you're a PLN user you are available to have a discount with Little Linguist. But there are like brilliant publications as well. Uh,
1: European school books.
0: There's plenty of other links and we'll put them all below in the blog post so you can choose where you want to go.
1: Yeah. Um, I think there's a quick shout out to Brilliant Publications because I've actually written for them. So I have written for companies in the past. And I wrote 100 plus fun ideas for practising primary foreign languages through drama and performance. So you might not be a network member, but you can certainly get hold of that book, which has got all my ideas in for drama. And I think as well, a lot of people often ask me um about uh, just simple activities that they could have a go in the classroom. And I would really recommend Sue Cave's book, 100 plus fun ideas for practising MFL in the primary classroom.
0: Cool. All right. So that's that's one book already. There's a bonus book two books. there. Two yeah. bo- two bonus books already. Um, but let's dive into these. We're doing French today. Yeah, yeah. So let's dive into the first uh, book for French.
1: So all of these can be found on Little Linguist's um, website, and I've used all of these books many times. And what I've tried to do is think about when I was writing a unit of work um practicing language, so that all primary school teachers could potentially then go on to use. real storybook in the classroom and I've thought about storybooks that children are familiar with as well in French so I think the first one has got to be that there are books about this little witch called Bert and they're written by Gwen Brooks and they're actually written for primary teachers in English classrooms to use with their children and it's a sequence of books about Bert's week there's one about the seasons, there's one about her at school, there's one about her eating food, etc. So they're really useful little books. And to have them in your reading corner, children could access them themselves. I think that's quite important.
0: Mm. So is it like a, like a series of books?
1: Yeah, and it would really fit so is in it n- well.
0: like numbered series?
1: No, no, no. You can just use them with the theme you're looking at. So okay. you buy them individually. Yeah. So for example, I think it would fit in really well when we do the witch at school. Mm-hmm. in year five, um, autumn two, yeah. that would be something that you could follow up with or have a, as a reading book. And they are really cheap. So, you know, you could just have one in the reading corner. Quite useful. Uh, I've then gone. I'm thinking about year three, because I think a lot of our teachers are at that point where they've been working steadily through year three and they're getting more confident now in their own language ability. So I would first of all recommend which is a lovely book about this little naughty rabbit who gets covered in different colours by just going on a walk outside. It would be a beautiful book to use when you're about to do some outdoor learning, for example. So we've just been doing treasure hunts and finding yellow flowers and green leaves and brown twigs. But this little naughty rabbit gets covered in all sorts of different colours going looking for flowers for uh, for her mum. And in the end, the only colour that she's not been is blue and to spoil the story but don't tell the children until the end she becomes blue because mum gives her a bath to get rid of all the colours she's collected on her way to get her mum some flowers yeah it's a mm. lovely book and it would fits beautifully with our work on the stretchy balloon and practising colours yeah and we actually go on a physical walk when we're doing our stretchy balloon don't we mm. with all my ideas around the actions for the colours and the drama and the performance and then to read that storybook at the end Absolutely beautiful. Yeah.
0: What, what, so you'd think the language needed for that book is Very colours? Limited.
1: Colours, being able to say a few key phrases. Yeah. Um, and then acting it out with the children. Mm-hmm. It's one that children could do for a class assembly or a school assembly. Cool. And it would also fit in with year three, spring two, and mm-hmm. playground games. Or that's on our um, sequence of schemes of work from the ready made. So click to teach or be creative. Or teach by story, it would fit in beautifully.
0: And how how could you make a display out of it?
1: Make a display out of it? Well, I think really it's got to be one where, for example, you might have a, a tre- uh, an outdoor map and the children could draw... And parts of nature on that outdoor map so you could have your daffodils and they'd be yellow but you can just have the yellow the color yellow with it and you could have your sky and that could be blue but you could just have blue written in lots of shapes on it mm-hmm. you could have white clouds in it you could have brown mud so mud painted but the color brown in the target language
0: i think you could potentially have um an outline of the bunny rabbit yeah and they have to color in the bunny rabbit and label the colors and you can make a big collage of the yeah that's a really good idea there's
1: lots of lots of of ways of, of using it and you could also get your year six to go down to key stage one okay and tell the story
0: all right well we're gonna press on to the next book
1: okay i think my next book that i would pick fits in beautifully with um the hungry Giant. so summer one in year three in our mm-hmm. ready-made three different types of schemes of work now aren't they but they all yeah. sit in ready-made um we talk about the hungry giant there's a lot of performance but i would go for the eric carl book and you can get that in any language and that is um the hungry caterpillar mm-hmm. yeah. children absolutely love it and you could even just go and look at the bit that you could feel most competent to say if you're not really um uh, fluent in, in reading in french and that is The days of the week and the items the caterpillar ate. And I know that down in Key Stage 1 you're going to find story sacks. So you could bring your story sack up into um, Key Stage 2 and you could pull the items out of the sack. Or you might have a Velcro story of the hungry caterpillar that you could use. And of course we see lots of beautiful mini books made, so folded up books Mm -hmm. with the story of the hungry caterpillar. Um, I know that our teachers would then go and adapt it and change what the hungry caterpillar ate, or change the hungry caterpillar to a hungry horse, or a hungry dog, or a hungry cat, yeah, or a hungry whale. Mm-hmm. So you could link it beautifully through. Yeah. And again, you just of done displays. animals in spring term. Yeah, just animals in spring term, so it links beautifully through. So spring term in what we do, um, and again, I know that you can get that on the sites that we've mentioned already.
0: Yep. Next one.
1: Well, my third book is... Fourth. fourth. Fourth book. Oh, fourth book, I've got further than I thought, would be um, We're Going on a Bear Hunt. And um, again, you can get that in the target language. Mm-hmm. And I would be using that after our picnic story at the end of year three, summer two. Yep. Uh, because we have been busy going over hills and mountains to get to the beach for our picnic and we've been practising some simple language. Now, years ago, Will, and there is a blog post of mine somewhere on primary language learning, where uh, and anybody can access that, where Ma Balsara and I made um, a beautiful activity down in Key Stage 1 at Penketh Primary School.
0: We'll and, find this and we'll link it up.
1: Yeah, the children um went on the bear hunt. But they were so excited. And it was just basically counting numbers, getting to the bear's cave, freeze-framing, becoming statues. Mm-hmm. If you moved, you were caught. Yeah, And then you had to get back down the numbers again quickly to get home and get safe.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone doesn't like the book, We're Going on a Bear Hunt. It's a
1: fabulous book. Yeah. yeah. And behind everything I've created in all materials for our schemes of work, they've always been books. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I think the next one I want to mention would be um one for um, Year 4, Spring 2. And it's a book that... Again, you can get a similar book in Spanish, but it's about a big green monster. va grand monstre vert. And it's all about building this monster with items for parts of its face and then deconstructing this monster. It sits beautifully on a basic level of just describing parts of the body and parts of the face and colours. But equally... I've seen teachers use it up in year six when children have been frightened of exams Mm -hmm. because it's about fear. It's about stripping away fear one step at a time. So it's about building that fear of this big green monster Mm -hmm. and then stripping that fear away one step at a time. Okay. Beautiful book. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: definitely, uh, I think everyone can relate to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Father's Day is about to come up, so I think I want to mention this one. I know that on our um, virtual learning environment, we've got lots of materials around Father's Day yep. that you can use. But when I was a primary uh, strategy consultant, I worked in the literacy um, area with the primary literacy consultants. And we loved, or we worked a lot with Anthony Brown. And Anthony Brown's books are in, in French, Spanish, and you can find them in German. And there's one, Mon Papa, which is about Dad. And How Dad Is This Superhero. It's quite sophisticated. Um, But if you've used it in English, I think that's the beauty of the books I've mentioned. If you use most of these in English first, or you've done some work behind it with a scheme of work beforehand, they are accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, And Anthony Brown has a repeat pattern on every page. So I would then be looking at how I could use that repeat pattern as some sort of trigger maybe for um, performance yeah. Or for building a poem afterwards. And there's one sentence per page. And there's humour built in. Uh, there's also one of his about mum, which I could, my mum, which you could use for a Mother's Day as well. Mm. So I think I've gone through quite a few books there.
0: Yeah, there's plenty to go for there. There's first six plus the two bonus at the beginning. Um we will put links to all the books below, or at least the names, we'll put the names of all the books below we'll, and, and links to the websites to where you can access them. Yeah. I think going, I understand budgets and there are, you know, you've got to think about saving as much as you can in primary schools. I understand that. But going that extra mile for that however, at 10, 10, 15 quid for the class and you've got a book there for life and, you know, and it's there and it's authentic material is going to add colour to your schemes of work um, it's going to add authenticity. It's going to excite and infuse the children, and the artwork usually is incredible in these in these books. So mm-hmm. you've got to consider that as well. So there's plenty of projects you can work on, and um, yeah, get it. get yourselves be creative, as we say. And. Um, we will be releasing the Spanish one soon, so stay um keep in touch. Our final point is don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're liking what you're hearing, and the discount code from Little Linguist will be on the homepage of your membership.
1: Thanks, I've enjoyed that.